I think I get about 30 to 40 emails every day that are trying to move me towards making a purchase or some kind of financial transaction. I'm not talking about retailers, just the entrepreneurs who have products or services they think I might want or need. On social media, I follow a number of people, and there I also see some of the same types of content. I could save myself some time and just unscribe from their email list or unfollow them with just the press of a button. It's not because I'm lazy or don't want to seem cruel. It's because they do add value into my day. Maybe not every time, but enough for me to still want to consume their content. And I think there could be a potential transaction in the future. From time to time, I have been converted from a cold lead to a warm one and then a customer. That's the way it works. But in order for that to happen, someone must be able to reach me with the right message at the right time. That's what valuable content is, and that's what I want to shed some more light on in this episode. Because content, in particular, valuable content, will become even more important in the near future. You're listening to It All Works. I'm your host, Jason Wheeler, and this is episode 30, Valuable Content. What makes something valuable? It has to be something other people believe is valuable. Items sold in an auction get a value assigned to them by the highest bidder, but valuable content is bought and paid for in a different way. You would think if it got attention, it would be considered valuable. Not so. It has to do so much more than that. When each of us encounter content from a new source that gets our attention, we will investigate it. We will read or watch a little. If we like what we're seeing, we will consume the rest and verify It is as consistently good as the first bit. At this point, you must be thinking, okay, we've gotten there. It's now valuable. But no, we haven't. The final thing that needs to happen is we, the consumer, need to be wanting more. We will look for more content, subscribe to an email list or a channel, even follow one or more of their social media profiles. This way, we can be sure to receive more of their content in the future. We are now on the attention payment plan. We have planned to give them attention in the future. That one piece of content that initially got our attention will now get automatic attention on future pieces of content. That is what valuable content is. This type of value is based on how much attention it captures, retains, and maintains. Valuable content increases the value of all your content that follows it. It creates a future. Now, based on what you've just heard, you can identify pieces of your content that are valuable. It's much clearer now. Here's the problem. You already know that valuable piece of content might have been a happy accident. You created content with the intention and hope that it will get you the attention you desire. There's no question about that. But are you able to achieve that more consistently? The ability to create valuable content is indeed a skill. Very few people have figured it out. And the ones that do have succeeded, or they're very expensive to hire to help you do it. For over a decade, people have been mass producers of content. Not all of it was good. Their method for overproducing and distributing content is similar to shouting over everyone so that they can be heard. It works a little, but not well enough. And it takes a lot of effort or expense to do it. It makes a very good case for people to slow their roll and produce better content. Content that can create value for the consumer. You know what else makes a good case? The social media landscape. Unless you've missed almost every news broadcast or business publication, you know things are changing. 
Twitter is now privately owned, and while some of the focus was about Elon Musk overpaying for that business, a lot of attention is focused on the environment within the platform. The questions raised about how many bots and fake accounts became front and center. And let's not leave out the behavior that most people consider toxic. Not exactly a place you want to share your message, because you could be at risk for taking some abuse no matter what you share. Facebook looks like they're calling it in. Maybe they're a little blind to what's important. It's hard to see and deal with the problems if you have your VR goggles on all the time. That seems to be the direction they are going. The environment there is stagnating. LinkedIn is great, and I think a lot of people have caught on to that. That's why you'll never be short of connection requests. Because the moment you accept, you're probably going to get pitched. And you will get direct messages now more often from people who have poorly misjudged you as a potential client. Instagram seems to be okay for now. But it's just like most of the others in the fact that it's much harder to attract organic traffic than in previous years. On top of all of that, universally ad prices have gone up and their effectiveness has gone down. You could be paying fees to advertise to bots and fake accounts. They are eating into people's profits and are a considerable expense. This means your content must do its job better now than ever before. There should be no doubt that the opportunity for wide and fair distribution of your content isn't happening. The algorithms don't care about you unless your content is turning a lot of heads. Then, and only then, will they start turning more heads in your direction because it holds people's attention longer on the platform and sells more ads. So far, I defined what valuable content is and why it's important. Let's get into what attributes make that content valuable. There is content that merely catches your eye. It could be for several reasons, an image or perhaps a title or tagline. Some can be for shock and suspense and very much clickbait. Others are very personal and relatable. One other is content that is evolved. It's new and different. Not relatable, but it feels like it will lead us into the future. I'm not one for clickbait. I think we all know what that is, and I don't give a lot of credit to those who use it. It lacks skill and integrity. It is certainly not something I'm going to dissect and discuss any further in this episode, because it's not valuable content. Instead, I'll spend a little time on the involved, cutting-edge content. Even though this one is not relatable and doesn't touch people on a personal level directly, it does pique their interest as it is new and different in the way they would imagine this could be in the future. The fashion industry creates clothing designs that quite literally lead us into the future of clothing. You might see old styles come back, but they are reimagined. New materials and accessories are used. And you see this with a lot of other industries, like the auto and movie industry. Evolved content is when the imagery or the message is so different yet pointing the right direction. Apple has done this repeatedly with its content. It means creating an image that is different and yet appealing, attractive and original. To write content in a way that is new and shares its message in a way that's compelling. It's original and creative. It's challenging, but it's worth it. It's the kind of content that is not meant to deceive in any way. It's meant to get people to think and look at it from a new perspective. It creates inner dialogue and getting people thinking differently. Sometimes people like it and they don't even know why, but they want more. And that, right there, makes it valuable. It's truly an art form. But still, the most effective and valuable content is relatable and personal. 
because there is only a certain group that embraces change, and it isn't the majority. Most people want comfort, and it comes from being relatable and personalized. To create content like this, you must know your ideal client almost better than they know themselves. It's not just about knowing the problem they have that your product or service fixes. It's about knowing how they are experiencing that problem and how they feel. Depending on the problem, they are emotionally charged by varying degrees. There is a huge difference between solving someone's pet food dilemma and doing their taxes. Health issues can be very emotionally charged depending on the issue itself. So the images and the words that capture the attention of people will represent how they are feeling. It's far more important to connect with people emotionally because it's lasting and has a higher potential of ongoing consumption of your content. There are business people that I follow, and when I thought about why I have consumed their content for the past five years, it's because I feel they are helping me learn something I feel I need to learn, and the emotion attached to it is, I fear that I am missing something in their area of expertise. That's why I have chosen to stick with them. I have bought some of their books and a course or two. If I ever felt like they were not sharing what I need, eventually I would stop following them. Fear of missing out is emotional. It's the fear. Even though it's a very basic one, it still applies. However, once that fear is gone, so is the attention. I'm not saying you should prey on people's fear every time, but problems usually don't come with many good emotions. The inversion that can be created in your messaging is demonstrating the emotions that come with resolving the problem. Happy thoughts. Yes, it doesn't have to be all doom and gloom. You can paint a picture of what their lives would be like after they have used your product or service. That's why most marketing campaigns will have multiple approaches to get their message across and it will be tied to the emotions. There is something else that needs to help your content become more valuable. It needs to be efficiently accessible to your ideal client. It needs to be easily obtainable. And that method needs to fit within their pre-existing behaviors. Another way of saying it, it must be in the right place at the right time, all the time. It sounds like hard work. But the only real challenge is figuring out where is the right place for your message to show up. And then when it should show up there. After that, you just have to be consistent with that plan and you'll be there every time you should be. The right place could be on a particular social media platform that they are likely to use. Maybe they prefer to consume their content through a podcast. It could be print, radio, or television. It really is worth considering where you should be trying to connect with them and also see what your budget can afford to do. Once you know where, then figure out when. When to run ads, post, or send that email. Not just what hour, or day, which weeks, months, or season. Depending on the message, its success will rely on the time for which it will be considered valuable. Right now, we are going into the winter months. If someone starts to try and sell me a paddleboard, I will pay no attention. However, in May and June, they will get my attention. There might be some that think what they do is an everyday, all-year-round thing. Believe me, there is always timing opportunities. In this business environment, we cannot afford to be so complacent that timing doesn't matter. It will always have an effect on the outcome. So look for optimal timing. When you connect with people in the right place at the right time with the right message, make sure there's an easy way for them to consume future pieces of your content. 
You might want to make it enticing for them to subscribe or follow. You could get them in a pattern of same place, same time by repeating your tactic and therefore improving the chances that they will come in contact with your message on a regular basis. When people come into contact with valuable content at multiple times, it's like finding money on the ground in the same place over and over. They will keep coming back, even if they don't realize they are creating a pattern. Valuable content can only be valuable if it's given every chance to be valued by the consumer. The right message in the right place at the right time, every time. Most people fail because they don't dig deep and figure out who they are dealing with. They barely have an impactful message or they don't consider time and place. There is no cutting corners with this. As soon as you drop any part of this strategy, you are no longer optimal. Your time, money, and effort will not get you what it had the potential to. If you're doing this on your own, take a really close look at how you go about making your content more valuable to the consumer and for your business. If you're hiring somebody else to do your content and distribution of it, ask the right questions and find out what depths they go to to make sure it is valued. And of course, if you have any questions about creating valuable content, you can always ask me. Just message me through the It All Works website where you have the option to email me, leave a voicemail message, or contact me through social media. It's all there. Just go to itallworks.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening this week. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so I can share more with you next time. Until then, take care.